It is time for the Knowledge Action Success Podcast. This week, it's Level Up, where together we will explore and be challenged by amazing and progressive coaching topics helping you to pursue your best life. Whether it's personal growth or progress for your business, the idea is to bring you massive value and help you level up and discover your personal formula for success. I'm your host, Steve McLean. Knowledge Action Success presents Level Up 2020, Episode 2, The Spark. This is great. You decided to join me. I'd like to think that you accepted my offer to explore the components of the formula for success that I discussed from the last episode of Level Up on the Knowledge Action Success podcast. Even if this is your first time, I want to say thanks for joining me. I appreciate you being here. If you got a chance... Uh, check out and revisit the first episode, The Formula for Success. It will pave the way for the upcoming episodes as we explore each component in more detail. Let's get into it and explore the first component of The Formula for Success, the spark. So let me ask you, where are you in your journey? What do you want to do or be? Don't be afraid of those questions. Keep asking them. They help you on the road to self-discovery. Here's a few more. What are you looking for out of your life? Are you hoping to discover yourself and make a difference? Do you want to be your own boss? Perhaps be an entrepreneur? To find your value and see how worthy you really are? Hopefully you've got a couple of ideas rattling around in your head. An inspiration perhaps. A desire to one day do or be something greater than you are today. Think about that. Or are you having trouble getting started? Maybe you already have your idea. Already established and are moving forward towards your goal. Regardless of where you are starting at today... I want to engage you in the conversation of what happens at the very beginning. I love this part of the story. So if you're already on your way, then I want you to think back on what got you started. This is so important when it comes to sharing your story and getting people to support you and buy into your goals, product, or service. Seeing how it all started, what got you motivated enough to put you on this path is a great marketing and communication tool. Whether you're established or struggling with an idea, it is and will be important to remember and write down how it all got started. We will cover your story in another episode, but I did speak on how important your story is at the Detroit Startup Week this year. That was fun. It looks like the recordings were finally released, so I'll try to get that published soon. The takeaway here is to pay attention to how it all starts or got started. This will be important later and a good measure of your progress towards success. So how does it begin? It starts with a spark, an interest, a question, a problem to solve, a suggestion, an observance, a person of influence, a similar like, a push in the right direction, maybe even a dream or a vision that leads to a goal. I knew what I wanted to do. I found my purpose, to coach and help others succeed in their lives and careers, to find empowerment and be able to make brave and confident decisions. But I didn't always, and it took a lot of dreaming and a serious car accident to smack my head around enough to wake me up and lose my inhibitions to see what I really wanted to do and where I could find my value and what I wanted my legacy to be. I should probably add that having teenage girls also helped a lot. Why would I want to help others lose their fear, realize their goals, gain the knowledge it takes to act and eventually succeed? Because I struggled with that and it took me a long time to get to the top of that mountain. If I can help by coaching and sharing my experience, then in my mind, I am doing some good in this world. That gives me validity. Before my accident, I thought I had it together. I thought I was playing it safe. I tried to be cool and think how great I should be. But that usually just came off as arrogant. I had a codependent mindset and I wasn't really sure why. 
I second-guessed everything and needed validation to confirm that I was doing it right. Oh, it was tiring and I got sick of it. It didn't do me any good, it didn't help me, and it certainly didn't help others. And quite honestly, it got pretty annoying and made me feel kind of sad and even ugly at times. The worst thing is no one tells you this. I mean, not outright. I got hints from a few close friends, relationships, and my sister. But this one was left for me to figure out. That lack of confidence and fear of taking a decent risk at life was a problem for me, and sometimes still is. But now I can recognize it, and I have a good shot at overpowering it. Now that I'm aware of it, I can see it in others. It was like I took the red pill and woke up on the other side. It took me a lot to discover and process the pill, but I was okay with that, because now I knew the difference. Let's think about the successful people we know. Are they particularly gifted or beautiful or smarter or luckier than the rest of us? Maybe but probably not. More than likely, they are just different. They might have realized their formula sooner than we did, and that's okay. Observe them, find out their story, learn from them, and support them. Then with a little bit of luck, they might support you too, when you need it. These successful people, do they tend to be the folks in charge? Do they think about and evaluate the issue or problem? Do they make confident decisions and move on? Yep. They think like a business owner or an entrepreneur. In my younger days, I would have sought out validation and would second-guess myself. It was a little bit pathetic and definitely not attractive. I can see how this led to procrastination and broke some of my past relationships. Once I realized this, I looked for answers. What other challenges did I need to overcome? I realized that a lot of people also suffered the same codependent, low-confidence, second-guessing behavior as me. What could I do about it? I got help, and I made serious progress with a coach, actually more like a few coaches and lots of books, podcasts, and even courses, and I started to adopt my newfound confidence and success to my life. I thought, I can do this. Truly, I am a coach, a trainer, and an instructional designer. I do all of this for a large healthcare system in Detroit. I help train and support doctors and nurses every day. If I could do that, I knew I could help myself and other people get past their challenges too. It took me a life-changing car accident and a couple of years to recover and a lot of self-evaluation, patience, and understanding. If I could help people make the leap and connect the dots faster, I am sure that that would be empowering for them, validating for me, and move the world to a better, happier place. At least it sounded like a good plan. It might also save some people from having to go through their own personal car crash and recovery. And honestly, there's not much sexier than the confidence of a person knowing and following their own purpose, or rewarding and helping someone to get there. That sounded like someone I wanted to be. So here I am. I learned that if I wanted to follow my passions and interests and turn them into purpose, then I had to pursue a different mindset. I had to change the way I thought. I had to think like a boss, like an entrepreneur, be responsible, be in charge of at least my own life. I wanted to be confident and attractive, and most importantly, brave enough to follow my ideas and see them through. So how can you find your purpose? I am being careful with the wording here. I want you to know the difference between passion and purpose. That's important. But it's also a spoiler for the next Level Up episode. So let's stick with the spark here and talk about that next time. Let's explore this a bit more. Let's figure out how to find your spark, and a good place to start is with your passions, and certainly your way of thinking. Let's take a few stories and see what we can learn from other folks. In high school, I had a teacher that was very inspiring. Dr. Williams, he was that teacher. You know, the one that changed the way you would look at life. He would always draw these eyeglasses on the board or your essay paper and say, stop looking at the world through rose-colored glasses and see it for what it is and who you are. 
Basically, he was saying life is not always rainbows and unicorns. You might have to challenge your way of thinking about the way you think the world is and the way you think that you fit into it. Thinking that life is awesome all the time is nice for you, but can be arrogant and keep you from growing. Doing awesome things of value is entirely different than thinking that you are awesome or deserving without action. Take off your rose-colored glasses and look hard and long at yourself and see what you are capable of. Be humble and show gratitude, but move forward with confidence and courage. Look at those areas where you can improve and maybe turn that into a purpose. That's what happened in my case. Let's talk about the boss or business owner. How does an entrepreneur think? Are they just out to make money, have fancy cars, and all the beautiful people hanging all over them? No, they are recognizing and solving problems, and that solution is bringing value to their lives and their customers. They tend to look for challenges and find a marketable solution. Maybe you can find a spark there, in the problems. Ask yourself, what do you get mad about? What frustrates you? What can you do to improve a process or workflow, or just something that you think can make life better? Currently, we are faced with a pandemic and are protecting ourselves and others by wearing masks when we go out. Do you hate wearing a mask all day at work? Does it pull on your ears and steam up your glasses? Does it tickle your beard when you talk? I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. Now think about how to solve those problems, and I'd be interested in buying that mask. Think about how to make a better mask, or maybe even how to defeat this virus, or how to keep people from spreading it. Those questions could all be marketable. Come up with a solution and contribute big time to moving society forward again. These kind of challenges and questions are the ones that can breed innovation. These problems and the ideas and research that follow can create a product, service, or a solution that can make life bigger, better, and more productive, and very likely profitable for you and beneficial for your customers. That's how an entrepreneur thinks. Here's a problem, let's come up with a solution, offer value, and hopefully it's marketable. Take the post-it note for example. The need was a quick accessible piece of paper to write a note on and stick it up to the wall or on your desk and you can see your note and remember it. Boom, simple, but brilliant. Take the iPod, a small device to hold all your music digitally. Combine that with a phone, a GPS, and a bunch of useful apps and games all in one place. The iPhone changed the world. You're probably listening to this right now on one or another smartphone that's similar. Last week, we learned about vibrational therapy with our guest, Andrew Weaver. His story asked, how could Andrew and his wife have a better massage and Reiki business and make it more unique to them? Then a convention speaker introduced them to sound and vibrational healing. Andrew knew all about sonar from the Navy, and that struck a chord, gave him and his wife, Bobby Joe the spark to research sound therapy and start the successful New Earth Healing Center great story of innovation, recognizing the spark, and building on your skills. Let's look at next week's guest. I won't spoil it, but Melissa and her mom, Mary, would take the vegetables that their mother and Melissa's grandmother would grow in the garden and make them into a delicious homemade salad dressing. Family holiday dinners would be singing praises, and then work luncheons would stir up conversations that they should make a business and sell their dressing. I'll stop here, but this is a great family story of a mother-daughter team taking their delicious recipe to market and honoring and recognizing their Grandma Lucky as the spark behind it. It's enlightening to look back and see the sparks that started it all for both of these successful businesses. Check them out when you get a chance and try to recognize their components for success. So if you're still struggling to buy into your spark, 
Pay attention to what's around you, to opportunities that appear. They are not always obvious. I do believe that the universe pays attention to your intentions, your interests, and your pursuit. Start conversations and watch how similar interests pop up with like-minded people. It's amazing, and these folks will encourage you and help guide you to your proper path. Here's another story that evolved from a tiny spark at first, from a good deed, from a caring person, performing an essential service. First of all, let me set the stage. I've been bouncing the idea of writing a book for my girls, well, for all girls that are preteen and teenagers, you know, adolescents, those who want to grow in confidence and learn what it takes to truly live an empowered life. So I discussed the book with a good friend of mine, and she gave me such great insight and academic validity that I asked her to co-author this book with me. We are so excited for you and your kids to read it. It is full of stories, examples, and lessons about living an empowered life and establishing a growth mindset from an early age. Anyway, during a recent conversation about this podcast and the topic of the spark, I asked her what got her started. What was the spark that got her into occupational therapy? Michelle works as an OT with children that have developmental disabilities and behavioral challenges. When she talks about her career, it's it's pretty clear that it's more than a job to her, especially when she refers to them as her kids at work. It is her purpose, and she is very passionate about it. But Michelle told me a story about her mom and how she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and wheelchair-bound for a number of years while she was still in elementary school. At one point in time, her mom was in a rehabilitation hospital and went to physical therapy daily for several weeks, working on strengthening her legs and making progress toward walking. Finally, the day came and she was discharged home. There were many people that helped her mom, but one particular therapist, she was a physical therapist, had formed a bond and worked very close with Michelle's mom. She really helped her reach many goals on her journey. But on that day that her mom was to be discharged, this particular therapist was in tears. The young therapist was sorry to see her go, but elated at the same time as she knew it was time for her patient to move ahead on her own. That special bond and the kindness that this PT brought to Michelle's mom had a formative influence in Michelle's life. She knew from that encounter that her life's work would include helping others and pursuing a career in healthcare. She wanted to work closely with people and impact their lives. This was her spark. This spark started as a seed that was planted by an observation, an act of caring and purpose, into the mind and heart of a little girl of 11 years old. That spark stayed with her until she was ready and grew to guide her to a fulfilling career. There's more to that story, but I'm going to try to get Michelle on to do an interview with her about occupational therapy and her success. So do me a favor and put uh, that you want to hear more about Michelle's story in the podcast notes in the comments field. That might help me persuade her a little bit more to join us. So the point is, pay attention. You never know when your spark may flash. It could start from an act of kindness or watching someone fulfill their purpose and making a difference. Maybe it will come from an experience or service that you witnessed. So yes, pay attention. Write those experiences down in your mind and in your journal. Figure out what makes it interesting and why it made a difference to you and modify it into a goal for you to reach. I hope I did Michelle's spark justice because I like that story a lot. So thanks, Michelle, for sharing and allowing me to use it. Okay. Enough with the stories and knowledge. Time to take some action. Here's your homework. Write out your interests and passions. Write down stories of people that have made a difference in your life that you remember and were influenced by. Write out your challenges, things that bother you, things that maybe you're not the best at. Now write down things that you do that make people happy, things that make you happy. 
How do those lists compare? Search the web, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy for businesses that might be related to topics on your lists. Go to your area's farmer's market and see what other people have to offer. Talk to them, get their story, and their spark. I love that place. It's such an inspiration. Extrapolate your ideas. What could a business plan look like? What kind of value could you offer? Talk to people, get their opinion. Think about follow-through and if you're willing to see this out and be proud of it. Listen to more podcasts. There's a ton of great people out there doing this stuff right now. So I'm sure they've got lots of perspective of their own and some great insight for you. Pick up some books, read, uh, and get a perspective on finding your purpose. Observe and pay attention. And if you're still having trouble, here's a couple books for you. One that I've read and one that I haven't, but I liked the description so much that I included it here. The first book is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. The Alchemist tells the story of a young shepherd boy who goes on a journey and quest for treasure to realize his personal legend. Along the way, he runs into many obstacles and the journey quickly turns into an adventure. So this one's fictional, but it gives you a lot of lessons to learn from these stories and the tribulations that the boy goes through. Now, this one I have not read, but I got to find it and read it because it sounds really cool. So it's called Follow Your Heart by Andrew Matthews. And it's the description was this. Let me read it to you. Your mission in life is not to change the world. Your mission is to change yourself. I love that quote. Uh, This book is not just about finding your passion or purpose. It's about life. Andrew believes that if you don't like your work, you can either change your attitude or change your job. In the book, Andrew shares other insights about beliefs, attachment, and courage, which are all related to doing what you love. If you hate your job right now, read this book to gain a different perspective towards life and your job. Great stuff. Uh, That sounds really good. And I can imagine a lot of people at work could benefit from it. And a lot of people who are looking to um, pursue their life's goals would benefit from this. So I'm going to pick that one up, take a look at it. And let me know what you guys think about those books or add it in the comments. I'd love to hear what you have to say. So all that homework above is knowledge based. Don't forget in order for this to happen and for you to learn and grow, you have to take action. So pick something and let's run with it. See if it works. If it doesn't, you can always change your mind, go and try something new and see what happens there. But you're going to learn so much in the process just by getting started. Of course, when you're ready, get a coach. That's my job. Send me an email at contact at knowledgeactionsuccess.com or even reach out to me at podcast at knowledgeactionsuccess.com if you've got some great stories that you want to share uh, or maybe you want an interview. It's incredible just how talking with someone every week or every other week can hold you accountable and set timelines and measure your progress. A coach celebrates your victories and keeps you on target to reach your success. So come prepared for the next episode of Level Up as we discuss another component in the formula, passion and purpose on the Knowledge Action Success Podcast. Thanks for joining us and I hope you leveled up as together we explored and were challenged by progressive, value-driven coaching topics, helping us to pursue our best life. Whether it's personal growth or progress for your business, the idea is to bring you massive value and help you level up and discover your personal formula for success. Join me next week for a value-packed episode of What's Your Formula, where I interview the successful, brave people who decided it was time to pursue their dreams and make a difference. 
I do love these interviews. We really discover the truth that drives these folks to keep at it and pursue their dreams as they share their stories with truth and vulnerability. My intention is that you will be able to align yourself with their knowledge and experience and take action to develop your own formula and make a positive difference towards your journey to success. I hope today's episode brought you some real value or at least a seed for you to think about and let grow. If you did enjoy our podcast, I'd love to have you as a listener and supporter and be able to continue to deliver life-changing content. So please join me, listen and subscribe. This way you'll get the latest discussions and interviews on finding that formula for success. I hope you will confidently leave us a like and send some genuine positive feedback and comments our way so that we can continue to grow and make this the best podcast possible. If you have suggestions or a success story that you want to share, feel free to reach out to us at podcast at knowledgeactionsuccess.com. If you still want more, you can follow us on your favorite social media platform, including Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Check out our main website at www.knowledgeactionsuccess.com and get access to all the podcasts, books, online curriculum, coaching programs, and tons of other resources. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve McLean, and I'll be sure to keep asking, what's your formula? Your formula.